Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. So what's happened over time is that my lashes stopped growing. So I actually have bald spots. So if I take my lashes off, I look like, I always tell Brooke. I look like a puppy. I look like, <laughs> like, like a, I love like puppies. Like when, when a puppies, but you know, like when they were first born. Yeah, but I, I'm like a, an old lady puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Between the Reps with Brooke Entz and Gina Chancharulo is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Between the Reps wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. What's up, guys? Here we are again, back at the podcast studio. And uh, what time is it? Okay, it's 10.39. We're 39 minutes late. It's all right. Sorry, Mark. Good thing Mark's such an easygoing guy. guy. Okay, so... I did want to just give you guys a little bit of a funny story. It's not really that funny, but I find it really funny. We're at an Airbnb. So we're this trip, we're staying at an Airbnb in Studio City. It's pirate-themed. Have we told them this yet? I don't know. Probably. I'm telling you right now. It's pirate-themed. Like, really pirate-themed. <laughs> it's really pirate-themed. Me and Gina were driving, and I was looking for a place to stay, and this pirate-themed place came up, and I'm like, huh. So I'm looking at the photos. It doesn't look too bad. Very pirate-themed. And, and, and of course, everywhere. she was reading my mind, and she was thinking the exact same thing. We have to stay we there. We have to stay there. Yeah. So we got it. We have this toilet in the bathroom that has, the way you flush it is it has a... It has like a rod that you pull up on yeah. the tank. It reminds me of those whistles. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, <I do>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, you pull this rod up, and it flushes, and then it goes back down. Got stuck. Well, sometimes it gets stuck, and then the toilet runs. Well, I woke up this morning... Uh, about, I got to bed about 7.30, went to go pee, and I realized, like, oh, the toilet's running. And I I reached down, can't quite see, my eyes are still super foggy, and it's kind of halfway up, so I push it down, not a problem. I get back in bed, I'm checking my phone, and I've got this text message from the the gentleman that, I don't know if he owns the house, but he was renting like, it to us in the front Airbnb. house, yeah. yeah. 
And it's him. I should just read it. He heard the toilet running and wanted wanted us to obviously fix it because it's Kim, you know, yeah, the toilet's like running. It's expensive. Yeah, he's paying for all the water. Water's really running. expensive. This is what he says. Good morning. Good morning, Brooke. Let me know when you get up. I can hear that toilet stuck running water happen. Okay, sorry. He, his, his punctuation is a little bit, a little funky. He could hear the toilet running and the bills can be really crazy. So he was just wanting to, you know, come up if, if he needed to fix it, basically. And then he goes, proceeds to let us know that the reason that he could hear the toilet running was not because he was spying on us. <laughs> God, because he was creepy. <laughs> it was just because it was really early in the morning. I got, I got this at like 530 in the morning. It was really early and it was very quiet. I woke up just laughing like, well, I mean, we are in a weird pirate house. It was. Yeah. We checked for cameras, too. There was a lot of weird trinkets. Someone commented. I, I put it on my story or something. Some guy was, was like, giant there's skull. probably a camera in there. And I was like, oh, it could be. Holy crap. So we were, we were like, like we're super skilled in finding bugs and cameras or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All that. All that background and spying. Anyway, that could really freak you out. <laughs> yeah, that's not what Think, we're talking about today. Yeah, though. that could really freak you out thinking about that. But moving uh, on to bigger, <clears throat> well, smaller and better things. Yeah. What are we talking about today? We're talking about eyelashes. Everyone's like, what? What? Duh. Yeah. So here's the thing eyelashes, we're going to give you lots of this first half of the show. We're going to give you a lot of the basic information, facts, fun facts, elaborate on that a little bit. And then we're going to get into our experiences with eyelashes. You're thinking, Brooke. Well, I mean, we all have eyelashes. Some of us don't. I do, but some of us don't. And also, in beauty, it's very popular to do eyelash extensions, to be doing false eyelashes. I mean, even me from like a young age, I danced. So they always put false lashes on us when when I was little. Right, because they show up better on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Open your eyes. Makes your eyes better. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful long lashes. So today, we're talking about that. And Gina, why don't you just open it up with some of them? Facts about we eyelashes. We go over the fun facts. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Uh-uh-uh. Hey. What? I don't want people to to think that you're dying. Oh, I'm not dying. <clears throat> I'm just so. I'm just phlegmy. Yeah. Get it together. Such a wonderful, beautiful word. Um. Okay. Eight random facts about your eyelashes. They protect your eyes. They fall out daily. Lashes grow in three periods. Oh. <clears throat> what are the periods? Do you have that later? Oh, I don't have that on. All right. Uh, there's a big difference between your upper and lower lashes. Well, I think we can see that. Uh, they vary in length. The longest eyelash on record was 2.75 inches long. What? Natural. Natural. Was it an animal? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a Riggs. I don't know. My, it dog, stay on my here. dog has some uh, long lashes, does, man. man. Okay, this is this is the one that's gonna blow your mind. Are you ready? You ready for this one? Yeah. Tiny mites live in your eyelashes. I've known this, and since the day that I found that out years ago, I've worked to forget it. Mites. Okay, I want to elaborate on the mites. You want to hear about this a little bit? Please. Uh, there, there's a little mite that lives in your lashes. Uh, it's I can't say the name. We can never pronounce anything on Let me there. try and pronounce it. It's a Demodex folliculorum. That seems about right. It's And it lives right at the root of your eyelashes. Oh, so it's harder to get to, <laughs> even if you wanted to try and clean them out. <laughs> it's disgusting. It says this. These little buggers bury themselves beside the hair shaft into the follicle. 
Uh, but don't worry. They typically don't do any harm. As long as you don't have too many of them. Okay, elaborate on that. Oh. It's making me really itchy. I know, I know. I'm like itching my head. It says once they pile up in numbers, they can increase the likelihood of your eyelashes falling out. Yet another good reason to make sure you remove your eye makeup every night. Even better to know that you need to wash your damn eyes. So you're basically telling me that if I, because there are definitely times, okay, more now because of I have been doing glue on, mm-hmm. like my own, like, like the, the temporary. Right. Because I haven't been able to get in to get my extensions done mm-hmm. for a while. And when I have them, or even when I have my extensions, I really stay away from rubbing my eyes, from wiping my eyes. Right. If I get in the shower and they get wet, it's fine. But I really try to, I don't really wear any makeup close to my eyelashes yeah i've got tons of them living in mine for sure maybe that's why your eyes are dry all the time (laughs) (laughs) they've just been living in there they're just they're they're stealing all of my uh my hydration of my eye yeah that could be it well that's got me thinking anyway uh another fun fact eyelashes last longer than the hair on your head the average life life cycle for an eyelash can be up to 200 days, but the well, no, hairs on your head, 135 days. Or if you're you or I, that's way less. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like to grow hair. This right here says the average person loses up to 20% of their natural las- lashes every two weeks and new hair growth is constant. I'm waiting for the new hair growth <laughs> everywhere on my eyes and on my head. I know, seriously. We definitely need to figure out your situation. Why don't you go ahead and give them your your situation, Gina? Okay, so, well, do, uh, well, first of all, I used to do lash extensions. Okay. So, Well, the first time you got it, what happened? So the, well, so the first time I ever got them, uh, you know, they usually cost around $200, right? You go in, you lay down. Uh, it takes a while. It costs about 200 bucks. Did I just say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I said the first, two hours. Oh. So it takes about two hours. Anyway, so they basically glue a lash, and they can come in, like, synthetic, mink. Uh, there's another one. Silk. Um, and they glue a lash, this fake lash, onto each of your individual lashes. And anyway, um, it takes a while, but you get done. They're gorgeous. I did it for a while. Like, you know, you do a fill like every three weeks. Yes, yes, it's but, like around $50, but $75. I, uh, but tell them what happened the first time you did it, and you just continued to let that happen every no, time no, you no, got no. it done. No, that came over time. At first, it didn't. It didn't bother you? No. I thought you were always allergic to the glue from the no. beginning. No. So what happened is after like the first few times, I started to like notice that my eyes were super puffy after. And like uh, it was getting worse and worse each time I would do it. And I was like, man. Those mites were really <laughs> in there. <laughs> No, and I was like, oh, man, my eyes are so swollen. But then it would, like, go down after a couple days. Well, I basically became allergic to the glue over time. And it got to the point where <laughs> my eyes would almost be swollen shut. I looked like like almost swollen shut Tell for, like, pretty. three days. But I was willing to do it to have those damn lashes. And so finally, I, like, some friends had an intervention. They were like, Gina, that's just not worth it. <laughs> Like, just tell me I'm pretty. Like, my lashes look amazing, but your under eye just looks like crap. So mm, I had to stop using them 
But also, I didn't really do my research to like find out like like where to get them done. And yeah. you have to have like a really you should really have <clears throat> a really good reputable technician doing it because when I would get them filled, sometimes it would pull. I could feel it, you know pulling because what they do is. Um, as the lashes start to fall out, you go in and you get more put on. Yeah. And so as that was happening, um, I, I could feel it pulling every time. And so and when they would, else, when they would be putting new ones on. Yeah. Like when they were <clears> fixing <throat> them and stuff and if there was some that were like, coming off. So I think they were just like butchering my eyelashes. Okay. Well, so I got <clears throat> mine done. I started, I got them done for the first time years ago when I was mm-hmm. still, when I was in college. Uh-huh. And a girlfriend of mine, she started doing lashes. And she was, you definitely have to find someone who, who is very meticulous. And they love, like, the time. They don't care how long it takes. They'll, they love, little, like, little things like that, right? So, mm-hmm. she, and she was like that. And she would spend, it took a long time, but it was very, really, really good. Well, I moved to California, Santa Cruz, and I hadn't had them in a long time. I just never had them. Mm-hmm. And I decided, I saw someone who had them, and I was like, oh, I want those, those. are pretty. I want to be pretty. <laughs> so then I found I was searching for someone to do them and trying to also find someone within my budget. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I found this girl who I had seen her work and it was they were beautiful. So I made an appointment and I went to her house. She did out of her house. <clears throat> and I remember she didn't like usually they'll use these little pads. They tape your bottom lashes down mm-hmm. and to get them out of the way. She didn't do anything like that. Oh, weird. And I remember when I left, like, they looked really great. They were uh-huh. super full. But, it, you know, I was, it, was, she was, it was really cheap. Okay, I'm just going to tell you it was really cheap. But what had happened is it's almost like she was allowing multiple lashes. We're getting glued together. Yeah. Right? So it's very important when someone does it that as they're doing them, they're, they sep- they're, they're constantly separating them. Right. Because, like, my girl who I go see now and I've seen for years, her name's Brooke Butler. She's in Santa Cruz. She's amazing. She will move, obviously, back and forth from eye to eye, allowing lashes to dry, and then she goes back and separates them. Oh, okay. So it is, like, not a painful process at all. Yeah. And the glue takes a while to dry. So, like, you're not supposed to get them wet, you know, after for so long. Mm-hmm. But when I got them done by this girl... They were kind of like, they felt a little bit weird. Um, it felt like some of them may have been put too close to my eyelid. And same That's thing. I was like, it. oh, but I look so pretty. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna deal with it, you know? And then I finally found someone else and they went and took them off for me and put new ones on. And I started, I kept filling them. I've done it for years and years and years. Oh, well, that was a little over dramatic. <laughs> years and years over and dramatic. years and years and for years. For a couple, a few years. I've been <clears throat> seeing the same woman for almost three years. Mm-hmm. And... No problems. No problems. And every time I see, I go to see her too. I always ask her, like, just let me know um, if you think there's a point when it's like we should take a break. Or, but she's really good about never putting lashes on new lashes. Like if they're too young, right? Oh, okay. Putting mm-hmm. new lashes on there because, and also, and because the natural lash life, um, we have lashes falling out. That's why sometimes I'll go get my lashes done and then. They'll fall out really fast. Like right like, away. They'll, they'll get really thin, like really thinned out super fast. And I'm like, they didn't really. Isn't it sad I'm when like, you it see that happen? <laughs> like it's like on the scene because you're getting ready and you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I mentioned to her because I didn't understand that. I never really asked the question. And right. she just explained, yeah, you know, sometimes those lashes are at the, they're at the end of their life. <laughs> and they're about to just uh, jump ship. So it works. It's worked for me. Um, I recently don't have any on. 
because I've just been traveling so much. And so I've gone back to putting on like a strip and individuals Mm -hmm. just to help with. Looking like you're awake. Yeah. I know. Because that's the problem is like you get them. And then when they come, like when you don't have them anymore, you're like, I have no lashes. And really you do. But that's kind of what happened to me. But they, I mean, I definitely had like less lashes, but I was so obsessed with having lashes that I would put fake lashes on all the time and I wear them all the time. And so what's happened is the glue, I don't, well, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Maybe I'm just don't have any eyelash hair. Well, maybe you have alopecia, but it's only (laughs) right here. (laughs) I actually have a friend who has alopecia. Yeah. So for her, she deals more with like uh, extension hair. Right. and, And doing which we will talk about extensions. Yeah, at some point. One. Some point. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, mm-hmm. and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about the glue ons because okay. what you've gone through or you're going through, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that, and so ex- that's exactly why I said I'm gonna go back to my yeah, old plan. Don't do so it. I was doing my extensions, and then I I <laughs> took them; they're not on, and thought I wouldn't thought I'd give my lashes a break, well, and uh, no, I'm gonna go back. So quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of Between the Reps is brought to you by Scentbird. Scentbird is a luxury perfume subscription service. Gina, do you ever walk by someone in the street and think, damn, that girl smells amazing? Sometimes, yes. Yeah, she's probably using Scentbird. (laughs) Scentbird. Scentbird is a luxury perfume subscription service that has over 450 different scents. That's a lot. A lot, an expensive one. Sing it, Gina. Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fendi, Fendi, Prada. I don't know the rest of it. (laughs) I don't don't know it either, but that's basically what you're getting when you go to Scentbird. (laughs) Also, it keeps you smelling good month after month. And you don't have to be stuck with like one scent. Which is good for you because you have commitment issues. Yeah, a little bit. I don't want to just be stuck with one. No. So. We really like it because you get to try all kinds of different scents. You get to try very expensive scents. I'm not the type of person that can afford to go and buy a bottle of your Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fendi, Fendi Prada. <laughs> so when I can do our monthly subscription and try all of that, I feel super bougie. And sometimes it's fun to feel you fancy. smell bougie. I smell bougie. I feel fancy. Yeah. It, what is it? Champagne, Champagne taste on a beer budget. <laughs> That's right. Champagne taste on a beer budget. That is Scentbird. Choose a perfume and they'll send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays, so you always smell amazing. Oh, damn. And free shipping all the time. And you skip the department store and pushy salespeople. We don't like those people. No, and shopping online is becoming far more popular for more pe- most people these days. That's why I always use Scentbird.com. With this exclusive offer, you'll get 50% off your first month today. So that's only $7.50 for your first month. It's cheap. Yeah. Inexpensive, I should say. It's yeah, it's cheap, but even when you pay full price the next month, that's only fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's not a lot. Yeah, that's s c e n t bird dot com slash reps and use my code reps for fifty percent off your first month. That's s c e n t bird dot com slash reps r e p s. Yeah, so go and use our code and uh, get fifty percent off your first month. Smell good. This episode of Between the Reps is brought to you by Care Of. Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Tell you what, these monthly subscription things are getting extremely popular. Very convenient. I wonder what they're gonna come up with next. 
Your vitamins get delivered right to your door in personalized, easy to remember daily packs, perfect for a busy on the go lifestyle. Yeah. Care of puts honesty first, providing all the research that supports each of their recommendations backed by a scientific advisory board. And your monthly subscription box can be easily modified at any time. And just for my vegan and vegetarian listeners out there, um, the su- they do have supplement options available to match your dietary needs as well. So very cool. Something I did want to talk about is when you go to the Care of website, they actually put you through a quiz. And the quiz is... Obviously, How sick are you? Right now? No, I just said that quiz. <laughs> I'm like, are well, you maybe sick? a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the quiz asks you a ton of questions and it helps you really figure out what you may be lacking. And I know when I... Okay, when I took the quiz before I got my subscription, I had an idea of what I should probably be taking. Like a couple of things. But they really have done their research, obviously, and have so many really good questions on there that actually made me realize there are some things I didn't know that I wasn't getting or that I should or that there was even a supplement for right. to help with. So they have a really great quiz. It gets you going, um, figures out all the things that you need. And then at the very end of it, it kind of puts together your monthly subscription and you can make adjustments from there. It was a lot more fun than I expected it to be. So for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code reps. Again, that's takecareof, T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F.com and enter the promo code reps. In case you didn't listen to Gina the first time, (laughs) for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit takecareof.com and enter the promo code REPS at checkout. This episode of Between the Reps is sponsored by PowerDot. PowerDot is a muscle stim device that connects to a mobile app via Bluetooth so that you can take it with you anywhere you go. I've had a good amount of experience with e-stim, like muscle stim machines. And this one by far has been the most convenient, which is why I've enjoyed it the most. I travel a lot and it's hard for me to remember those big devices. They have tons of cords. It's not easy to travel with or to pack into your bag. And the power dot is super simple, really easy. It's small and I can put it in my carry-on and uh, it's made my recovery a little bit better. And I suck at recovery. (laughs) Where's the strangest place that you've used this thing? Just on an airplane. Power Dot is like a massage, only better. It reduces soreness, knots, strains, and pulls from workouts or stresses brought on my everyday life. Power Dot helps prevent injury by activating muscles before you work out, train, or compete. It comes with sequences, I guess you could say. So you can do it for like pre-workout. You can do it after your workout, and you can do it on a rest day. So like it's saying, it's you can almost use it as a workout for your muscles. So if you're just doing like an act, uh, active recovery day, or a rest day, you can still get your muscles to like pump blood and move without needing to go to the gym, which is really, really nice. PowerDot is giving our listeners a chance to win a PowerDot unit. Go to PowerDot.com slash reps. That's PowerDot.com slash reps for more info on how to enter and use code reps, R-E-P-S, at checkout to get 20% off your order. That's PowerDot.com slash reps for your chance to win. And remember to enter our code reps to get 20% off your order. That's power dot slash reps. And don't forget to enter reps, R-E-P-S, at checkout for 20% off your order. And welcome back. Uh, we were talking about our lashes, and now we're moving into the glued lashes, the temporaries. 
um, which is what I use, which is because after, like I said before, when I lost all my lashes or, you know, when I had to take the, the when your friends were like, off, Gina, you Gina, just can't when do they, this when anymore. After I had the intervention, um, you know, I just was like, oh, I'll just keep gluing them on, gluing them on. And so, yeah. So what's happened over time is that my lashes stopped growing. So I actually have bald spots. So if I take my lashes off, I look like I always tell Brooke, I'm like a puppy. I look like, like, I'm like a, I love like puppies. Like when, when a puppies, but you know, like when they were first born. Yeah, but I, I'm like a, an old lady puppy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's not like a cute like little puppy like where their eyes are like swollen shut. It's like swollen like they look like they're swollen shut, but then they have like a bunch of wrinkles on top of it. So yeah, it's not. It's like um, oh gosh, I'm not gonna say it. What I'm gonna say it's like testicle skin. <laughs> You have testicle eyes? You have balls for eyes. <laughs> Can you imagine if balls could just open their, like, if, like on a man, if they're, the balls were eyes? Which Old then makes ball me, eyes. Which then makes me think of the eye on the book in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know why I just thought of that. Anyway. Makes sense. Soft. Uh, yeah. So at some Soft point, skin. I'm going to just have to, you know, do it and just take them off and I don't know use uh, they have serums they have lash enhancement serums that you can also get uh, so I might just have to do that and you know wait for them to grow back but until then I don't just keep sticking these suckers on I was telling Mars one time uh, that you know how they always go like oh if you're stuck on a desert island like yeah what would you take what's the one thing, the you, one would thing you would need you take? can't live without yeah we were talking like butt wipes or something and I was like I think I would like get to a point where I was like looking for things around the island. Yeah, like what could you like, use? Like what could I use for lashes? Like I would concoct some kind of glue. Like I was thinking like daddy. Like the other day I was I saw daddy long legs in the bathroom and I was like, huh, I could use that for lashes. Yeah. <laughs> long, beautiful legs. <laughs> Look at those. We would have smash we could, one and stick it on my eyes. We could farm <laughs> daddy long legs and fashion oh false God. lashes together. For sure. I feel like, I don't know, there's probably some activist that's like, Daddy Long Legs deserve to live too. There's probably <laughs> an absurd amount of them. You know? Anyway, <clears throat> yes. So. so I basically have been, in my mind, I think about shit all the time, okay? And this, I just thought, oh, well, it's probably way better for me to not have the extensions on my eyes and do and just do false light, like right. do give the them blue ones. Yeah, give them a break. Right. So I've been doing that, and then I mentioned it to Gina, and she was like, "No, Mm-mm. no, don't you ever <laughs> do that." And yeah. she like she told me she's you know you said, "No, you should go back. Yeah, don't do this. This is way worse." And now it makes sense. I mean, and it's when really I take them when I take them off. There is that glue that's stuck in my lashes, and, mm-hmm. and I it makes me think this too. It's very one. easy for me, you know, to just like oh, I pull them off, and it's like oh, and you grab the glue and mm-hmm. you like pull it off, and it's like all you're doing is pulling your eyelashes out. Right. And and uh, those mites are just digging <laughs> deeper and deeper and deeper. <laughs> so Brewing. I am going to make an appointment today. Oh, good. To go get them done. Yeah. And then um, also, I can't do as much with my lashes as you can with like lash extensions. Yep. You know, you can, uh, like if I sweat too much or, I mean, we went on that bike ride the other day and I had them just blowing off. 
you know, like <laughs> we went on I a took tour. my glasses off. We went on a bike tour. Missing, and yeah. I just you know look nuts. So you know, I've had them fall off before because I'll do the individuals sometimes, and they'll you know like stick to my cheek or something, and I don't know it. It looks like I have a whisker growing out of my face. <laughs> so whiskers, another yeah, time. I would much rather do the other ones yeah. if I could. I guess I have on to that grow note, them out first. the uh, extensions are fairly durable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about eyelashes in general, we lose so many of them all the time. So the more you're like in the wind or swimming and you're in water, the more you're rubbing your eyes, the more, you know, they're obviously going to, they're not, they don't have super deep roots per se, you know? So you add the little bit of a weight with eyelash eyelash extensions attached on. And I imagine it's going to put a little bit more stress, stress on there, which I have not found to be a big problem, especially because I used to be a serious eye rubber. Like when I was young, like in the shower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like every time I get in the shower, I get like allergies. And I just need to like rub the shit out of my eyes. <laughs> so I stopped doing that. I stopped rubbing my eyes. Right. And um, hasn't been a, a really big problem. If you have someone who's going to kind of get your eyelashes stuck together, that's really going to put a lot of stress. So if you, even if you're like, oh, well, maybe all those lashes that are stuck together or the people that don't do individual lashes, mm-hmm. they do like the three prong. They do like... They have the they lashes that, that have multiple, mm-hmm. and they you put those on. Mm-hmm. That's just way more weight, way more stress, you know. And that's, I mean, I they stressed may stressed out eyes. You got really stressed out I know, eyes. I know. They need to take a a mental day. <laughs> turn sure. their your, your lashes need to t- turn their phone off. <laughs> take a nap. Take a break. Take a break. Uh, um, I've got um some uh, what's it called. Oh my gosh. Facts and myths. Facts and myths about, for you about eyelashes. Eyelashes or extensions? Extensions. Oh, okay. Here we go. Myth. Having lash extensions applied could hurt or feel uncomfortable. Truth. The process of having lash extensions applied does not hurt and should never be discomfortable. It should never be discomfortable. That should have been my first yep. clue. Gina just wanted beautiful lashes so bad that she ignored it. <laughs> Myth two, eyelash extensions could damage my natural lashes. Truth, when you combine premium products and trained lash stylists with proper application techniques, then your natural lashes should never be damaged, which would explain how I've been able to do them for so mm-hmm. long. Which would also explain why at a certain point, Gina didn't have any left. <laughs> <laughs> Can we stop talking about it? It's making me really sad. <laughs> I'm actually in the process of searching for, you know, there's got to be a place that is going to create something that can make your, oh, let's no, ease. I think I, I, think I just have to go on a vacation because it says it takes like six weeks for lashes to grow back. I just need to take like a six week vacation, hide somewhere, okay. let them grow back to and the then come back and put the extensions back on. Well, and I think, I think this, Gina, cause you, you do the individual, mm-hmm. you apply the individual so much individuals from like Walgreens or whatever they, you know, they have multiple lashes on. You just put it on with glue. I think that if you do strips Mm -hmm. and then take them off every day and then put on like Latisse or other types of eyelash growing serum. Athea, um, Athea skincare is a company that I work with and we just launched, we just launched an eyelash growing serum and I put it on my lashes and my eyebrows. I'll be the guinea pig. I mean, they already have guinea pigs. It's already out, but yeah, we could still, we use your (laughs) befores and afters. Perfect. But yeah, do something like that. And then also you'd get to wash your eyes every night and get rid of those mites. Mites. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) 
There we go. One more. My natural lashes <laughs> will be shorter if when I decide to have my extensions removed. Truth. When eyelash extensions are applied by a trained lash stylist, your natural lashes are allowed to grow as usual. Women without lash extensions usually apply and remove mascara every day. The application and slight pulling of lashes when applying mascara followed by the cleaning and rubbing of your eyes to remove the mascara can greatly damage your lashes. With a proper lash extension application, there will be no damage and your lashes should grow better than they would if you were applying. Okay, well, I actually don't totally agree with that. Uh-huh. So, and also this is from thelashlounge.com. So right. they're probably selling. I probably should probably check. I should probably fact check yeah. these facts. But I will say <laughs> personal experience because right now I don't have any extensions on. Mm-hmm. Every time I've gone to get them done, she's told me, she's like, you, well, she told me my lashes were like horse hair. And I'm like, wow, I wish that my own hair could grow like horse <laughs> hair. Like how strong they were. Oh. Like I'm really thick. Okay. I have very blonde eyelashes mm-hmm. and eyebrows. So I tint my eyebrows <clears throat> and I don't tint my lashes because I usually get extensions put on but I've looked at them up close mm-hmm. and it could just be that I'm in the process of like you know they're in a growth cycle that's not super long mm-hmm. but it does seem like there's you know I see more often of them not being the same length oh, and okay. a lot of like uh variation yeah. in length and I haven't really been wearing a lot of mascara however since I haven't had lashes I have gone to town with the rubbin so maybe that was the problem <laughs> it feels like good. Finally it's, I can ru- it's, yeah, satisfying. it's satisfying and, and when you have allergies when I finally so bad, like when I take them off in between man I just rub away yeah well I'm gonna make sure I take my my uh, makeup off every day mm-hmm. that's the takeaway and wash those I have mice this, off. I have this weird desire <laughs> to take my an eyelash and put it under a microscope. No. Kinda. No, don't do that. I kinda do. No, that. I know you would. I'm not me. I don't want to know. What do you think? Because you... I have all of them living in my eyes. When That's you the... when you looked <laughs> I don't up wanna, I don't want I, I don't need to put that in my head. When you looked up this fact, uh-huh. did it give you a picture? No, but uh my brother in law one time sent me something and I wasn't sure that it was true but it had a picture of it and it was absolutely disgusting that's gross and it yeah anyway all right guys we're gonna if you want we're gonna move into the the question segment some questions this one is from (laughs) i like his name i'm underscore silent lover (laughs) oh (laughs) Ooh. What is Self-professed. The, yes. <laughs> what is the best way to get abs without going to the gym? Abs are built in the kitchen. They are. That would be your best way. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go to the gym for abs. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> and then eat well. Maybe constantly hold like squeeze your squeeze your core. <laughs> Just everywhere. Yeah. You yeah. know, like if you like uh. I don't know. It sounds like you're pooping. <laughs> Maybe you have to poop a lot. I mean, it's <laughs> it's the same it's sort like, of push, yeah. right? Hey, okay, <gasps> so just act like you're pooping all the time. You'll yeah. have abs, and you're gonna we should have... come out with like a, a gimmicky, you know? It's uh, learning how to squeeze days. like yeah. you're gonna shit, but don't ever let the pressure get and too low. And in thirty low days, you too will have a six pack. <laughs> Seven yeah. minute abs. Oh yeah. Seven little chipmunks sitting on a branch, branch. eating a lot of corn nuts on my mother's father's ranch. ranch. Oh, I said mother's. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember, I remember it either. Yeah, so <clears throat> in the kitchen for sure. And then 
your diet has to balance it, like balance you out. And your your diet's going to be, it's going to depend on a lot of things. Depend on your goal, for one, your age, your activity level, and then you go in deeper to like uh, genetics, any, any food restrictions and religious, yeah. you know, if there's like religious food type stuff, all of that's going to play a big role. But typically I would say you got you to gotta cut out carbohydrates and fat. And then the amount of carbs and fat you eat is really going to be depending on all those things. What's your activity level? What are you fueling yourself for? Right. Where could somebody find that out, though? I mean, that would be like counting their macros. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I work with a company called Working Against Gravity. Mm-hmm. And they usually, it's a, you could probably go to their website and get a lot of basic information. You could probably get a lot of basic, informa- basic information just by Googling, you know, macronutrients, you know, and a, a starting point or yeah. things like that. But um, if you really feel like you have no idea what you're doing, I think it can be very valuable to work with a coach. And that doesn't mean th- if it's a good coach, the goal isn't to have you working with them for the rest of your life. It's for it's to work with them for a while until give you, them the you tools learn. And, yeah, they, yeah. They, they give you the tools and they help you meet some goals. And then usually the goal would be for you to understand your body, your basic nutrition information, which everyone should understand basic nutrition information, and uh, be able to feel like you can you know, drive your own car. World. Yeah, take care of yourself. It's very empowering <laughs> to, feel like, to feel like you know what to do mm-hmm. for yourself. You know, I'll ask Gina this one. Jacob underscore DeLong, what lift do you dread doing the most, if any? He said, if any, but I feel like you should definitely pick at least one, which one you don't like to do. Well, I've dealt with back injuries, so I hate back squatting. <laughs> but it's necessary. It is necessary. So I do it. And do you want, why do you deal with back injuries all the time? Because my core isn't strong mm-hmm. <laughs> are you putting me on the, i'm on teaching her right this is a teaching a yeah. teaching moment <laughs> my core isn't the strongest yeah. <clears throat> we're working on that it's not so if, if you're like you too are like oh my gosh my back hurts all the time too you need to practice looking like front to back and then above or below so like gina is getting better at lifting and training without all of the bells and whistles like it's you can't if you have someone who is getting hurt all the time and you notice like for her i was noticing like i was finding um imperfections in some of her movement right. that to me and like, i form. pride myself on being actually really good at finding like, just observing movement in general but seeing clearly why where the issue was but people that were around her weren't seeing it that's why it's really important to work with new coaches or have someone mm-hmm. else look at you but for her she was wearing a, a, a belt all the time you know, and that a belt is very important. It's great. It's it's protection. But if you don't if you don't get your own core to build your own sort of belt and you learn how to brace yourself right. when you're lifting, you're going to hurt yourself all the time. So yeah. for her, we're going to start working on adding a lot of exercises to strengthen her hip flexors. Her hip flexors are really weak and her core is really weak. So well, I do low bar now, yep. which is way better because mm-hmm. I've learned how to brace. engage my core while doing it. Yes. So we're, we're fixing that. Yeah. We'll end on this question. Carla underscore adventures. How many business ideas are you currently working on? There's, it's a two-part question. So business ideas, a million. I'm an idea machine. I have so many ideas. How many am I currently working on? Well, I've got skincare, 
That's an idea that came to fruition. Um, launching protein with and supplements with paleoethics. Mm-hmm. So that was something that I always wanted to do that through them, they also wanted me to do it. So it's not necessarily my own thing. However, my ideas, my ideas have played a big role in what that's going to look like. Um, my apparel company, my the Naked Training Program, and what we are going to be changing it to. We are making some big changes that are going to take a, a while to come to fruition. But those of you that are following the Naked Training Program, um, you'll start to see some little changes. And we're going to obviously you know, do some Facebook Lives and give you lots of information of why we're doing these things. Um, so what ideas do you have maybe that haven't oh, happened yet? Okay, here's one. I'll give you one idea. I I love fitness events. I Okay, thinking about like Woodstock, right? Like this like f- music festival, these big mm-hmm. music festivals. I really have this idea that I want to be able to create ma- some sort of like maybe a weekend or a couple of days at it would be at a resort probably somewhere amazing where you would come and stay Mm -hmm. and everything about the environment would just be very focused on health and fitness Uh but it's not going to be in your face you know these um different businesses like in vendor village there's not gonna be a vendor village you know but everything all the details at the place will be very health focused, the the menus, things that are in your room, you know, we'll have different discussions from amazing people, entrepreneurs, all kinds of, you know, motivational stuff. Like retreat, that, like yeah, retreat. Like a retreat. <laughs> I yeah. want to have a fitness retreat where, you know, every it's there's music, you know, it doesn't feel like you're going to the CrossFit games. It doesn't feel like you're going to a CrossFit competition, which I also think are very fun. Like Wadapalooza is amazing. It's in Miami. But I want it to be more of a a fitness retreat where it's not super focused on one type of fitness. I think it'd be great to have, you know, big, huge yoga sessions. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've seen pictures of people that are in parks and they have like thousands of people there and you're all following the people up on the stage. However, for me, because I love weightlifting and things like that, you couldn't really do that. <laughs> it's like a sea of We'd people clean and of, jerking. There'd be a so, lot of injuries. But yes, I would terrible. love to create a big fitness retreat mm-hmm. where I can bring in people from a lot of different in- industries that all have a common mindset of just being healthier and happier and fitter. And that that is going to play in fitness. And it's also going to play, you know, in just like a, positive mindsets and um, business and you know all these things I think it'd be really really amazing and also really fun yeah it would be sign me up yeah you coming okay yeah you're already you're coming you're working (laughs) you're putting me to work (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's something that I I do want to do Uh, that's probably a long ways away Mm -hmm. Um, first and foremost I'm probably going I've been asked to come to some little types of of events like that Mm -hmm. that people are already putting on so I'm going to start maybe saying yes to some of those opportunities. Cool. One, not only to just be involved and, and get to spend time with people, but two, get to learn about the process and what it takes to start putting something like that together. Yeah. So when I do put it together. It's probably a lot of work. Yeah. When yeah. I do put it together, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, and then the second half, does this mean no more CrossFit? <laughs> no. Come on. It's so, no. it is so funny how many people, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not that many people, but 
I love CrossFit. I will do it forever. Yeah. It's not going away. Um, you know, people notice like, oh, you didn't go to the CrossFit games this year. Like, why? Are you done? And it's like, well, no, I just am injured. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and I can't control yeah. how fast I recover. And also, I love to do a lot of things. And, and I want to be a boss ass bitch who opens companies and changes people's lives and, you know, does amazing things. And all of that, everything takes so much time. You know, and I'm all about creating a legacy too, and a legacy that's going to live on far, like way longer than my athletic career. Right. And that's what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And if me getting back to the CrossFit Games happens to be a part of that, that's cool, cool. too. Yeah. But I plan on staying fit, being healthy, maybe doing some competitions, maybe doing the Open. You know, this season of the CrossFit Games is kind of super weird, and I don't have any answers for you about that. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But no, I definitely plan on continuing to do CrossFit. Fitness is the cornerstone of my business and my life. Mm -hmm. And... But I'm also going to try other stuff like cycling, my new hobby. And now, soul cycle. <laughs> kind of cool. Group fitness it is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Which happens to be on the next podcast. So thank you guys for listening to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. We, uh, again, really enjoy doing this. It's been fun. We just love, <laughs> I just it's love listening fun. to myself talk. <laughs> In reality, I just can't shut up ever. And this gives me the perfect platform to just constantly talk about talk stuff. Talk about. Talk and talk and talk. Yeah. Yeah, no. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. And we will talk to you next week. I was going to say see you. I was going to say see, see you, you next, next week. week. <laughs> see ya. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.